Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, my Red Sox fans. to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 98. My name is Brad Chandler. This episode is brought to you by Belly Up Sports Network. I should have said that at the beginning. Like, I'm still fucking, like, trying to get that all together. Like, I keep fucking that up. It's like, hey, welcome back to the Pesky Report. This is Brad Chandler, blah, blah, blah. I got to figure it out. Whatever. Uh, fuck it. With me <laughs> with me today. I'm such a fucking dunce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the intro is a just complete and utter shambles. It's a fucking I night. mean, it's because I had some high and happy catering, man. Oh, what yeah. Else could, Hell yeah. What else could I use to explain it? Um, no. So with me today is my good pal, my buddy, my co-host, uh, Hogdale. How are we doing, bud? Pretty good. You know, it's not a good start, apparently. Brady being gone just, you know, it just ruins everything, just turns us into fucking idiots. <laughs> Brady being on turns us into idiots? Being gone. Oh, being gone. Yeah, that fucking guy. He... So Brady sent, us, sent me a text message last night. He's like, hey, man, um, my boss asked me to uh, stay late tomorrow. And uh, I can't record. And I said, well, tell him no. And he's like, well, if I want to keep my job, I can't. like, yeah, you can. He's like, well, he's the superintendent. And I'm like, fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him. He's like, no, nah, I, I like my job. So uh, unfortunately today, uh, Ryan Brady is not with us. And uh, 
that's one like Brady news that happened this weekend. We had some other fucking Brady news that ended up happening this weekend that was true but false, and then nobody I mean, it knows. could end up being true, but at the same time, who knows? <laughs> nah, I, I I think he fucking literally just said, you know what? I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna see how everybody reacts, and then I'm just gonna like nah, like fuck it. I didn't. No, nah, that's not what I'm doing. So whatever, fuck it. We're not a football podcast, so we're not going to talk about that clown. True. Fucking Jesus, man. Uh, so we got any baseball news? You look that shit up, right? Yeah. The biggest uh, thing that came out because we didn't cover it in the last episode was uh, a few things got worked out like uh, for like the lockout, like some parameters got set. Like, you know, like it was a big issue, like an arbitration that like, when players overperform, they clearly don't get near compensated enough. So MLB accepted the parameters of a arbitration bonus for like, if a player is like in the top 30 in wins above replacement, they'll get a, a significant bonus in their arbitration. So I think that's a pretty, a pretty cool development, honestly, and a, a good, a win for the players. Uh, obviously there's still a ton of shit that needs to be worked out. So well, labor talks are over, like, for now. For now. I think they were supposed to have another meeting today, but I don't know if any of that shit came out. Oh, also, the the minimum salary in the MLB got proposed to be raised from six hundred fifteen grand to seven hundred seventy five grand. So that's yeah, pretty didn't cool. MLB fucking deny that? Like, didn't they say, nah, I'm all set? They might have, yeah. It says here that uh, yeah, the MLB withdrew their offer to change the arbitration structure. There's still so much shit to be worked out, and I'm really scared that you know we're gonna miss baseball like a good chunk, and which is a bummer because today, especially today, like I was like, man, I, I miss baseball. Like seeing yeah. the, like highlights of the 2021 season just fucking made me sad. <laughs> so uh, over the weekend, uh, the Woo Sox had a winter winter meeting we- weekend or whatever, and um. It, it was pretty cool. I got to see uh, most of it. Um, they talked about how they're going to make like a poppy's alley. Um, they, they are building like an extra like 34 seats or something. And uh, on the wall, I don't know if you've seen Polar Park or anything, but it's, it's kind of like the opposite of what Fenway looks like. Uh, they have instead of having like a green monster out in left field, they have like a blue monster in right field. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's so I got to go there twice last year. I went, I went once for a game, and um, and it it sucks because I think last year was literally like the year of rainouts for me. I feel like every time I went to a fucking baseball game, it got rained out. So. I went to a game at uh, Polar Park. It got rained out. It was it literally started like downpouring. I want to say in like the second inning, and in the top of the second inning or something like that. And I, Danny Santana, dude, I booed the fuck out of him. <laughs> I booed the Danny shit. Santana alone. He's trying his hardest. Jesus Christ! Yeah, tried his hardest, and he he was just hitting fucking grounders. He's I was so like, bad. he's a fucking clown. He's almost as bad. Like, who would you say is worse, him or Rugned or Door? Rough Ned. I don't Rugged know. At least Ned, he gave the Yankees Ned. like meaningful at bats at times. Like, 
Yeah, but Odor is also like super fucking bald. He is. It's true. And without like the beard, he looks like a fucking weirdo. So it's it's a tough one. Tough call. Speaking of beards, do you think that like when Clint Frazier plays for the fucking Cubs for the first time, he's going to come out with a fucking like a, a super like like a, a, a fucking a ginger beard? Oh, he's going to come out like the full wild man look. Like <laughs> fucking like Tormund from Game of Thrones where he's just like a fucking he's, I'm a man of the woods. Do you, do you see the video of Luke Voigt and fucking Raphael Devers uh, doing exercising or whatever, lifting weights? At yeah, they're the, lifting at together. The that was cool. Dude, if there's one person like I don't mind Devers fucking hanging out with that's a Yankee, it's got to be Voight. And I don't picture him being on the Yankees much longer. Like, that no. dude's got so much to fucking prove. Like, Yankees decided they don't really like him anymore, so he'll, he'll probably be traded when the lockout ends. Yeah, I... Mm, mm. You see the fucking Kyle Schwarber to the fucking... I think it was the Rockies. I mean, he would rake there. He would Here rake comes the seventy-seven fucking home runs. Yeah, he'll he'll be a maniac if he went to Coors. But at the same time, what the fuck are the Rockies doing? Why would you sign Kyle Schwarber? You're nowhere near winning, like anything. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Rockies are such a shit organization. Well, if, they, if they sign him, obviously, like he could play outfield. But like, if they agree on the uh, universal DH, there's your DH. True. It's true, but like it's like they should be tanking. Like they are not close to winning. And if anything, they showed last year like they were kind of going to tank, but then they didn't sell off their assets for some reason. Yeah, uh, story. Uh, who was it? A story and no, it wasn't. Story. How do you not trade Trevor Story and how do you not trade yeah, yeah. John Gray? You just end up letting them walk for nothing. You're yeah. bad. You were always going to be bad. You didn't sell off your assets when you already traded Nolan Arenado for fucking pennies. Like when it comes to like the worst, Arenado run, wanted to be fucking traded. Of course, he wanted to be traded. At the same time, he's Nolan Arenado, and like they paid like ninety percent of his salaries. They paid Arenado to go play for the fucking Cardinals, and they barely got any good prospects in return. Like this is Nolan Arenado we're talking about here, t- perennial fucking top three third baseman in the game. <laughs> I mean. The Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. <laughs> At least they got like a good, you know, good players out of it. Like Verdugo is a good everyday player. Uh, Jeter Downs has potential. And uh, who's third guy? That was Connor Wong, right? He's looked pretty good from what yeah. we've seen from him. He, like in the bigs, we were like, oh, we could, I wouldn't mind seeing more of this guy. This guy can call a game. And the Rockies were like, ah, you know, uh, we got some fucking, uh, to quote Blake Snell, uh, slapdick. We got some slapdicks over here that we got in exchange. Uh, truly. What a trade! Underratedly, Rockies are probably the worst run organization in baseball. Like they, they I don't are. No, dude, have you fucking seen the Pirates or the Orioles? At like, least the Pirates on, were intentionally bad, and they sold off their assets when they knew they were supposed to be bad. Like the Rockies were shit, and then we're like, well, we're not actually going to trade our players that have value because uh, reasons. <laughs> Like, yeah, you could say that the uh, the Pirates, terrible ownership group, they don't like spending money. And, the, like, I think some Walmarts in the area spent more on their payroll than the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates. But at least they have a plan. Like, they have an idea of where they're going. The Rockies, I have no idea what the fuck their plan is. What other team is fucking terrible? The Orioles are fucking terrible. Orioles are bad, but again, they have like a plan. They've picked up prospects throughout the years. They have a promising farm system. 
but yeah, they're really bad. The Diamondbacks are really shit, and it's kind of a, a bummer, because it seemed like they were somewhat relevant for a year or two, and then they just, like, <laughs> took a traumatic nosedive. Now, the only thing I really remember so much with, like, the Rockies is back in 2007. Like, they didn't they have, like, fucking four days off because the Red Sox were... Uh, oh, we're trying to win the ALD, uh, ALCS in 2007. I believe so. That 07 Rockies team was really good. They had some, they had some players on there. Yeah, and then they fucking they had to wait for the Red Sox, and then the fucking Red Sox come in, and they're just like, "We're gonna fuck your ass." Very true. <laughs> yeah, it's a the, like yeah that uh, that team had some fun players like Prime Todd Helton, Matt Holiday was a stud back then before he was a Cardinal. <laughs> Hey, did you see that video of Tristan Cassis fucking bat flipping? Yes, that was awesome. I need that shit. We need that in the bigs. It's gonna be fucking awesome. So I saw the bat flip, and then I I, uh, I talked to the, uh, the the head coach. Uh, what's his name uh, of the of the Worcester Red Sox? He, he's he's the brand new coach Taylor. I want to say his last name was or something mm-hmm. like that. Whatever, it's neither here nor there. But uh, I asked him, I was like, what do you, what do you think about bat flips? Chad he's Tracy. Like, huh? Chad Tracy, I just looked it up. Yeah, Chad Tracy. And he's like, there's a time and a place for it. Like, like if you're down 10-2 and you hit a home run. Well, duh. And you do a fucking bat flip, that's not cool. But if you hit like a walk-off, blah, 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 and, and you hit a home run and then you do a bat flip, then whatever. But it was like Tristan Cassis didn't just do a fucking bat flip, dude. He literally like he like chucked the fucking bat like and it it, it never fucking came down. Like, where'd he go? Where'd the bat go? <laughs> it literally he was just like he went Cuck! and then it was, it was gone. I've always been like on the side for bat flips that like as obviously as long as you're not losing by 10 runs like yeah fucking bat flip and if you have a problem with it don't allow a home run throw a better pitch loser fucking try <laughs> harder about it maybe you shouldn't throw a fucking cookie down the middle of the plate <laughs> no you definitely shouldn't yeah right. <laughs> I, I I hate that it's like that's the one thing that I agreed with Bauer is like him doing his fucking strut after striking somebody out cool and if somebody fucking hits a home run off of him he was like do your thing you know like the these other pitchers are like crying about it it's like fuck you dude just like throw a better pitch simply throw a better pitch like play better but if you don't want to get fucking stunned on then play better <laughs> that's the thing is like i love when pitchers are like uh uh you know doing their struts off the mound or like getting really amped up like how like uh, Chris Sale or like Nick Pavetta during the playoffs this last year, him Hype fucking shit. him fucking running off the fucking field, like he was screaming into his glove and shit. He was, was like, ah, <laughs> like man. I'm like, yeah, I'm firmly on the side of like more celebrations in baseball. Like we need more of it. We're, we're slowly killing the stigma that the fucking loser old people uh, put into the game. Slowly but surely, we're exterminating that garbage. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. And let's... Let's talk about what we actually want. We were supposed to talk about like three weeks ago. It's been a while. We were supposed to talk about the 2004 World Series. The Red Sox obviously ended up winning all four games. They they decided to show up in, in the last four games against the Yankees in the ALCS. Now, everybody knows and everybody believes that the 2004 ALCS was technically the World Series for for, for the season. Oh, yeah. And like one, because, you know, it was clearly like the two best teams but on the other hand it's just like the way the red sox won the 04 alcs like they were destined to win there was a zero percent chance they lose in the world series like it just simply was not going to happen so as soon as they won imagine if they fucking go and they they go down oh three against the yankees they come back they fucking take four games against the yankees to take the alcs and then they just get their asses swept right Dude, it would have been a fucking complete, like, everybody would be like, ah, that's fucking curse. It's it's not like that Cardinals team was with a bunch of bums. I mean, like, it was led by uh, prime Albert Pujols, which, who was maybe the greatest right-handed hitter who ever lived. And, and that was actually hot off of the, uh, that AL, or that NLCS, where uh, Pujols hit that, like, fucking 480-foot shot off Brad Lidge, and that's what sent them to the World Series. <laughs> and that, like, ruined his career for a few Pujols years. Pujols <laughs> was just, um fucking monster dude when he left the cardinals to go to the angels i was like bro don't that was that would be like seeing david ortiz leaving the fucking red Sox and it's true his career the sad thing is like the cardinals made the right move because like like it's a bummer because a lot of people like forget like just how dominant like albert pujols was like in his prime if you look at like his 10-year prime like like put him next to like trout like his like 10 years that he's had like pools was the, is the better hitter like he's a better hitter than trout is and that says everything with how amazing mike trout is and and he was no slouch at first either like he wasn't a, a one-way guy he played a really good first base he's pretty athletic not a bad base runner either which is funny to uh, to think about now when he's as slow as a fucking turtle dragging his feet through molasses <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I agree. But yeah, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that the Red Sox were going to win that World Series. Like, and if they didn't, like, it's no. It's like the script writer has completely like lost his edge. If he's like, they're going to come back 03 in the ALCS to break the curse and then lose in the World Series. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's. I feel bad for the 2004 Cardinals, though. It's like the Red Sox didn't even give a fuck about them. They were just like, yeah, we just beat the fucking Yankees after we were down 03. We don't fucking care about you. Like, we're going to steamroll over your ass, but we Here's don't give a fuck. your participation trophy. Fucking bye. Yeah, right? Here's your decorative I mean, flowers. Leave. <laughs> so fucking 17, 21, 24. They, had, they scored 24 runs. 11. They scored double amount of runs in four games than the fucking Cardinals did. Like, yeah, that's a team that just feels invincible because they know. Like, they're destined to win. <laughs> Like they just know they're gonna do it, and, and and my thing is is like, you remember who uh, Julian Tavares? Oh yeah, yeah, he was the losing pitcher in the first game. Tragic, actually tragic. So he lost in two thousand four, and then he comes over in two thousand six, and then he wins a World Series with the Red Sox in two thousand seven. That 07 team was fun. That was a fun group. Yeah, we'll talk about that shit. How dare you? <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about that shit another time. Later. But yeah, I mean, it's the thing with 04. It's like... I got a question for you. How old were you in 04? Five. I was five years old. Yeah, so you 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 may have watched it, but you don't fucking remember. No, I my dad told me like he sat, I sat down and watched it with him. But yeah, I do not remember a single thing about 2004. Like the, my first baseball, like that I watched as a uh, a fan was like 07. And like the first time I got in as a hardcore fan was 13, like a hundred percent was 13. Cause that's the team I have the most fond memories with. I just turned 21. And nice. I think, uh, uh, where was I? Oh, I was, I remember where I was. I was at my buddy's, uh, I was at my my buddy's house. I was living with a buddy of mine and uh, we were watching it. He hated, he hated baseball, but uh, he put it on for me and we watched all, all four games. And uh, I remember fucking jumping up with joy when they won the, won the World Series. Just hearing Joe Bach, it was like Red Sox fans have long to hear it. It's like one of his few like really good calls. It's it's bad because like it was his really good call, and like every time I hear it, I'm like, I get chills. Just yeah. like when I get like I hear Castig, like I bought uh, MLB the Show. I forgot what year it was, but I bought MLB the Show one year, and. It had Castig fucking saying that, and I'm just like, every time I fucking played the game, I would hear that, and then it would be goosebumps. Yeah, that's that's the special thing about sports, man. Is like just like the emotional attachment, like you get into these teams, is just it's truly unmatched compared to like anything else, like within like life entertainment wise. Like that chills thing. Like obviously, I'm a massive Pats fan, so like. Al Michaels saying like passes intercepted by Malcolm Butler. That shit gets me fucking like 
goosebumps, emotional every single time. Or like I still even, can't believe they fucking threw it. Yeah, you had right. Marshawn Lynch, who was the fucking the like the best fucking. Oh, what was he a running back? Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is a stud. He's really good. He was the best fucking running back in that year, and like you, you decided to fucking pass it. Or even like a sixteen, like that Patriots Falcons, like that comeback. Uh, Joe Buck's fucking tossed to white. He's in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Like, like that gives me chills. Like that shit is just oh, immaculate. And it's just a special thing about sports, man. Like people sometimes don't appreciate it. Like, oh, I just don't understand why people love sports so much. And it's like, it's like you, you just gotta, you just gotta be in it to understand. Like that's all you really can say to people like that. It's true. It is true. Hell yeah. Skeet about and butter. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was doing the fucking uh, meme, the meme sound. We have a lot to talk about. Breaking news. There's a fucking lockout going on still. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Christ. I feel like there's been like more news than other sports like tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like how, like, they tried to lock uh, the Djokovic, like, out of Australia. <laughs> like, Australia's like, no, you, you cannot come in. Yeah, whatever, dude. I think he ended up playing stall, which is funny. Australia is funny like that, where they're just like, you are, you're banned. But you're going to be able to play. Bro, the fucking Cardinals had, had uh, 105. They had 105 wins, 57 losses. No, yeah, that Red- team was no slouch. They were yeah. really good. And then the Red Sox had 98 wins, 64 uh, losses, and still fucking destroyed them. They didn't destroy them, but it was like it was 11 to nine. Red Sox started off with a four run first inning, and then the then the uh, Cardinals come in. They get two, one in the second, one in the third. Red Sox get three more in the third. The Cardinals get three in the fourth and two in the sixth, and then the Red Sox are just like, you know what? We're gonna add two in the seventh. And the Cardinals like, well, fuck you. We're going to add two in the ninth. <laughs> and then the Red Sox added or two in the eighth. And then the Red Sox said, fuck it. We're going to add two in the eighth as well. Uh, Julian Tavares, who a lot of people should know as, uh, well, what was he? He was the dude that fucking Manny was petting. Oh, yeah. He's also the guy that fucking like bowls the fucking balls over to first base. Jesus fucking Christ. Are we really having that conversation. Mike Matheny was a fucking player, dude. That's kind of crazy. Actually kind of crazy. Turned into a really, really shitty manager who somehow... He was the start... He started over Yachty. What the hell? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's... that's, I think... Isn't that a Tony LaRusso fucking... Was yeah, that, that would have been a Tony LaRusso. Yeah, Cardinals that's team. Tony LaRusso. Fuck in the hell, dude. Man, that would have been a young, strapping lad of uh, Yadier uh, Molina. <laughs> right? What if it was like rookie year or something, honestly? I, I'm actually looking that up right now. To see when, yeah. When he fucking... I can't believe it. Like, so hard to believe that he's almost 40. Yeah, it's insane. And, uh... He'll retire pretty soon, and he's going to get in the Hall of Fame, even though some people are 
very upset about that. 2004 was his uh, rookie year. Yep. So that makes sense. I don't understand like why people care so much like about the offensive end of catchers. Like 90% of the value is defensive catchers. (laughs) So do you you think tax belongs in the fucking Hall of Fame? Oh, Teixeira? Huh? Mark Teixeira? No. I said tech. Oh, tech. Uh, Honestly, like, if we're not discounting winning, because I think a lot of times the Baseball Hall of Fame does, like, an, a value, a valid argument can be made, like, he does deserve to be in. Like, I, I don't Did, know what his... He caught four no-hitters. He's the only catcher to ever do that. Yeah, and I don't... thing is, like, I don't know every single, like, super, like, advanced catcher statistic. I just... I saw someone make a breakdown of uh, Yachty, and, like, pretty much all time, he's, like, number one in all the defensive metrics by a lot. <laughs> it's, like, not even close. But, like, honestly, like, Tech probably should have gotten in, honestly, because he was a stud defensively, and he also put in a, a ton of value offensively, like, as a catcher compared to, like, his contemporaries of the era. So, like, I'd have to relook it over, but, like, honestly, like, why not? Like, why wasn't he? Or, like, why didn't he stick around on the ballot longer? Probably didn't get the 5%. Probably not, you know, because there's some dudes, like, even this year, like, uh, statistically, like, there's some positions that just aren't valued at all. Like for some, for some reason, like there's a stigma that like, Oh, only Mariano Rivera should get in as a closer ever for a hall of fame. Like guys, closers a position. Like we can't do like the, the elitist of elite, like looking at like Joe Nathan's numbers, obviously no one was Mariano Rivera. He was the top one all time closer. He's the greatest closer of all time. Yeah. It's not close. It's him. But, like, if we're talking about guys who are, like, clearly above the rest, like, Billy Wagner should be in. Joe Nathan definitely should be in, too. People underrate him because he was stuck on the Twins. But, like, look at his numbers and how dominant he was in his prime. It's kind of insane. That's the problem, dude, is because when you're on shit teams, that really affects how people view you. And, like, when small markets complain about, well, if he was on the Yankees or Red Sox, he would have gotten in the Hall of Fame. I don't entirely disagree because like, why isn't Johan Santana in the hall of fame? He had a similar peak to Sandy Koufax in like a similar number of years. And he didn't get in the hall of fame. It's like, why? Oh, because he was stuck on the twins for a couple for most of his career. And like, he only got uh, played on the Mets at the tail end of his prime. So he only got like one or two good years there. Speaking of which you ever, what about King Felix? I'd have to look at his numbers, but I, I'd imagine Casey I, looks I, a Hall of Famer, right? I, I look at it this way. It's like, yo, you you start throwing names at me right now. If I had a vote in the Hall of Fame, I'd be like, because like they're talking about how like, okay, let me fucking back this up. I know we're supposed to be talking about the World Series and whatnot, but I really got a, a, an issue here. I was listening to EEI the other day. And, and like I said I, before, I'll say it a million times over. I, I like listening to EEI. And they brought up a valid point. They're like, you know, all these people are upset with, you know, the Baseball Writers Association of America, right? So what do you what do you suppose we do? And one person was like, well, let the fans vote. It's like, fuck that, dude, because and I'm, I'll be the first person to fucking admit it. Like, I would be like, Johan Santana, yep, he goes in. Fucking Felix Hernandez, he goes in. Tech, fuck yeah, he goes and Johnny Damon, sure, why not? You know, like I would just be stupid about it. And and like if you think about it, like look what happens to the all-star game. The fucking oh, fans, yeah. like, the fans just... vote for that shit, and it it comes out where like 
they don't vote fucking Xander Bogarts as the fucking shortstop. Or like the years were like like the all Cubs all star team or the all Royals all star team. Like fan voting's bad because the average baseball fan's a fucking idiot. And that's because the average person is a fucking idiot. And that's not an elitist thing. That's like, you know, it's just a, a fact of life. Like just go spend one day on twitter.com, sift through the majority of baseball comments and gauge the intelligence of the average baseball fan. I'm begging you. Yeah. Like, no. The, the thing is, rhymes, it's like someone that rhymes with the backs. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoiced. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Yes, exactly. But like, yeah, it shouldn't like just be these fucking nerd loser writers who clearly keep getting it wrong. Like, why aren't there like, you know, a panel of former players there too to balance it out? Or maybe well, like they do. I think they do that. I think it's like veterans something. Yeah, but that's the that's like a very select group of people in the veterans community uh, uh, committee. And the veterans committee is very small. Like, it's, yeah, it's like sixteen people, right? Yeah, it's like no. And the idea that like a group of sixteen people can decide whether or not a dude gets in the Hall of Fame afterwards is pretty flawed in its own right. We have them to thank for Harold Baines being in the Hall of Fame, which is a joke. So, like, no. <laughs> Dude, you are not the first person I've heard say that in the past three days. Yeah. Like, they're they're responsible for that bullshit. So, like, yeah, Hall of Fame voting needs to be reworked. And uh, it's like, you briefly mentioned, like, should Felix Hernandez be in the Hall of Fame? When I think of, like, the best pitchers of that era, of his era, like, clearly, like, Kershaw's number one. Like, is it really a stretch to say that King Felix was two? Like, I don't think it is. King Felix was dominant like for a good number of years and on a, it was unfortunate because he was stuck on a fucking bumfuck garbage Mariners team that did him no favors. And I'd have to look at his all time numbers, but I'd imagine that he's their hall of fame worthy. Right. Let me look him up. Felix Hernandez, King Felix, the absolute legend. And you got people like fucking Daryl strawberry and doc Gooden. Like, yeah, like, people, like, it's the small market thing. Like, yeah, they have a valid complaint in some in some regards. Some people just get flat-out ignored well, you in, like, water baseball history. Strawberry can't get in because he was a fucking cokehead. Yep. Gives a fuck. Honestly. 
Like, yeah, see, right. uh, wins over placement wise, he's got 50 as a pitcher, 342 career ERA. Uh, I don't know what the career, like, the average for like uh, wins over placement is for pitchers. So it's weird, but like, Felix's prime was dominant. Like, it really was. See, best year was 2014, 214 ERA. I don't know. This thing is, it's a thing where, like, I got to have all the numbers in front of me. But, like, if you told me, like, yeah, Felix Hernandez, Hall of Famer, I'm like, yeah, that adds up. That checks out. (laughs) Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. That thing is, like, the Baseball Hall of Fame, like, it's not just the Bonds and Clemens thing. Like, that's the most egregious thing of late. But the more you look into it, like, the more you realize, wow, like, there's some dudes getting really, really shafted. Well, like, in, fair, in fairness, Felix Hernandez is still, he's still, he hasn't retired No, yet. it's not him yet. Yet. Because <laughs> we, who knows? Eventually yeah. we'll find out. But, like, uh, in terms of, uh, where was my brain going with this? So, like, we punish steroid users, right? We want to keep steroid users out of the hall. But we don't give players who didn't take steroids the benefit of the doubt for, like, playing as great as they did without steroids. So we're not – it's like Scott Rowland, for example. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame yet? Never took steroids. St- defensive stalwart. If you look at his uh, hitting numbers, like, they're up there. They're top 10 all-time for a third baseman. And, he, again, never took roids. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame yet? Do we know for a fact that he never took roids? Uh, he's never had any suspicion. And like he actually had a you know a career trajectory where he had his prime and then faded like a normal person. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if Griffey Jr. fucking did roids? Oh, he would have been insane. I wish we could have seen it. it would have been awesome. <laughs> I think I think if if you look at Bonds, right, that's what Griffey would have done. Yeah, probably. Uh, on base wise, probably not though, because he never had the eye that uh, Bonds did. <laughs> But like power numbers wise, yeah, 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 <laughs> it would have been wild. Did he not have like the prettiest fucking swing? Oh yeah, I mean everyone knows like Griffey that that swing is just so sweet, so fluid. You gotta if you're a lefty, that's the swing you're you're trying to emulate. Definitely, everyone wants to be fucking. Everyone wanted to be the kid. Yep. Pretty sick. <sighs> yeah. All right, so Red Sox end up winning nine, uh, 11-9. Uh, excuse me. The game ended up being four hours long. Jeez, like their games their games in 2004 in the postseason was just stupid. Not one, not one game in the fucking postseason with the Yankees ended before, before four hours. Oh, and then yeah. fucking, like all their night games ended up – ending at like fucking midnight or later and then fucking they they play the cardinals midnight so all right so uh the red sox had wakefield start he pitched three and two-thirds innings bronson royal came in uh he pitched two and a third mike temlin one and a third alan Embry, he he faced one batter he gave up one hit and one run uh keith full came out he blew the save but he got the win he pitched uh, an inning and two thirds. He gave up two hits. He didn't give up any runs. None of them were earned. I think that was the Allen Embry. That's Embry gave up a hit, and then fucking that batter got must have 
<laughs> so, and then Woody Williams, I don't fucking remember that guy. I don't remember anybody that pitched for the fucking Cardinals that year. No. Yeah, Woody Williams, Dan Heron, Kiko Calero, Ray King, Cal Eldridge, and Julian Tavares, who's the only person I know from from there just because. Ray Heron, that rings a bell slightly. But like everyone else. Dan Heron? Yeah, Dan Heron. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, his uh, Heron, that that definitely rings a bell for me. Like I can like, yeah, he was a a pitcher in Major League Baseball. (laughs) Yep. That checks out. <laughs> checks out. Let's go. Totally checks out. All right. Let's go to the next game here. Um, next game, all, both at, uh, also at Fenway. Started at eight o'clock at night. I ended at eleven. It looks like it was eleven thirty-seven is when it ended. It looked like a. This was a. This was kind of lopsided. Not super lopsided. Six-two. Uh, two two of the first for the Sox. Two on the fourth. Uh, for the Sox, two in the sixth for the Sox, and then you got one in the fourth and one in the eighth for the Cardinals. It's like didn't Renteria end up playing for the Sox at one point? I feel like I'm I'm like having a brain fart for some reason. Uh, he might have, but because I know he yeah, he did in 2005. So he lost to the Red Sox, and then he fucking immediately signs with the Red Sox. <laughs> Should have stuck around a few more years. He could have won something here, right? So it was Matt Morris. He started off. Uh, let's take a peek here. Four and a third. He gave up four hits, four runs, all earned, four walks, three strikeouts. Cal Eldridge comes in, one and a third, four hits, two runs, two earned, one strikeout. Ray King, a third of an inning. He gets one strikeout. I miss the days when a pitcher could just come in and miss and play one or face one batter. Uh, Jason right. Marquez. Uh, one hit, two strikeouts, or one inning, two strikeouts. Alberto Reyes, one inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Kurt Schilling started the game, six innings, four hits, one run, one walk, four strikeouts. You know he was hurting, dude. He only got fucking four strikeouts. Alan Embry came out, one inning, uh, three strikeouts. Wow, he struck out the side. Uh, Mike Temlin, two thirds of an inning, one hit, one run. Earned walk as well. Keith Folk comes in one in the third, two strikeouts. Good game. Uh, Red Sox ended up winning six to two. On to the next. This one's at St. Louis. This game started at 737. Uh, I believe. Wow, this was a short game. This this the time of the game was short. This it's just two hours and 58 minutes, less than three hours. Rob Manford's wet dream. Pace of play. Am I right, boys? <laughs> fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Pedro started seven innings, three hits, two walks, six strikeouts. Tenlin comes in, a thir- uh, one inning, uh, zeros across the board. Keith Folk comes in, one inning, a hit, a run, earn run, strikeout. Oh, he gave up a home run. Uh, Jeff Supan, four and two thirds, eight hits, four runs, all earned, a walk, four strikeouts, a home run. Alberto Reyes comes in, a third of an inning, zeros. Kiko Calero, one hit, uh, one inning, one hit, two walks. He looked like he had uh, some control issue there. Uh, Ray King, Julian Tavares comes in, 
uh, third inning, he gets a strikeout, yada, yada. Yada, yada, indeed. Like, like, do, 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 do. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to fucking say here, but um, like, seriously, man, thinking like the Cardinals thought that they actually had a fucking chance is ridiculous. <laughs> right? How'd they not come in and be like, so like, we're just losing, right? Like, they came back 03 in the ALCS. Like, we don't have a chance. Like, that, the, it's like, we, we guys, like, we're, let's not kid ourselves here. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals had Walker, they had Pujols. And they literally just had had them like doing nothing, basically. <sighs> Derek Lowe started. He had two at bats. What <laughs> a unit! Yeah, absolute unit of a man. It's 2013, dude. I'll never forget fucking Workman go. Farrell letting Workman go up to bat. Everybody's like, "Fucking." <laughs> I know damn well I was screaming at the TV. Holy fuck. God, John Farrell. Holy shit. That guy really won a World Series. The dude, Bobby Valentine, came out and he was like, if I had that team, I could have won a World Series too. Okay, dude. Ortiz would have demanded a trade before you fucking got a chance to win the World Series, asshole. I'll, I'll I, never forgive I, him for driving Kevin Euclid out of town, dude. I'll never forgive that fucking clown. I feel like a lot of that, after listening to the uh, fucking section, after listening to the Section 10 uh, episode with him, I feel like a lot of it really had to do with ownership. Oh, probably, yeah. I'm not saying that he had nothing to do with it, but I mean, like, I mean, he did good. He did all right when he was a Mets manager. I mean, he, he had that iconic moment where he got thrown out of the game and he put on the fake mustache and uh, glasses to come back in to watch. <laughs> Which is still one of the funniest things in baseball history. <laughs> we now cut to a man who has striking resemblance to Bobby Valentine. <laughs> it's John Cena. Don't worry, you can't see him. <laughs> and his name is John Cena. <laughs> and his name is... John Cena! Oh. oh god, he's got a shovel. Oh, okay. That's that's one only wrestling fans will get, you know. <laughs> Don't even fucking get me started, dude. I watched uh, the Royal Rumble this weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't. Who gives I a was uh, so, you know, on the other podcast, we talked to fucking we talked to the uh, guys from um um Manevic Marks. Yeah, they're cool. I like them. Yeah, he's real cool. Well, I was talking to him, and I was just like, I was like, who'd you want to see win? He was like, oh, I, I love the fact that Ronda Rousey won. I was like, really? I fucking hated that. Like, it should have been Alexa Bliss or fucking Liv Morgan. And he's like, I fucking hate Alexa Bliss. He's not a like, big Alexa Bliss guy. And then, and then I said, I hate fucking part-timers. And then, lo and behold, who wins the men's fucking Royal Rumble? But yet oh. another part-timer, fucking Brock Lesnar, because he just needed to win. WWE stinks, dude. They stink so bad. Watch AEW for good wrestling, please. <laughs> I 
I don't have uh, whatever channel it is. The AEW TNT. Channel. Yeah, I don't yeah. have it. Tragic. So. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll stick to watching my loser fucking WWE shit. God, they stink. They're, They're terrible really sp- right now. It's too fucking predictable. As soon as Brock Lesnar lost against fucking Roman Reigns, or not Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, I was literally like... Oh, he's going to win the Rumble. Yeah, exactly. It was either him or Seth Rollins. It's so fucking predictable. Oh, my God. That's, like, the biggest problem with WWE. Like, you guys' one job is to be not predictable. Like, that's what you do. Anyway, we're alienating our entire audience. We should probably move on. How many wrestling fans out there watching this podcast? Oh, I'm a wrestling fan, so. So am I. I. Grew up with that shit. I haven't watched it as much lately in the last few years, but I still got a soft spot for it. I got a hard on for it. I especially, respect it. Especially when you get to see Liv Morgan fucking, <laughs> fucking shit up. Oh, my God. Dude, hold on. I, all right. So one last thing about fucking wrestling. So I'm watching the Royal Rumble um, Kelly Kelly comes out. Oh my god! <laughs> you already know where this is fucking going. Kelly Kelly comes out. She botches a fucking hurricane rana, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Summer Ray comes out. She fucking like starts botching shit, and I'm just like, why are we putting these people in that just like didn't know how to wrestle in the first place? Like, are we just like doing it so that you can have fucking? Like, it's so much more obvious now too that now that the women in WWE actually can wrestle, like when they're fucking up, like when these old ones come in and start fucking everything up. The fucking Alicia Fox came back. Oh my god, Ivory hey. came back as the fucking rights to censor. Remember that time in ECW where Tommy Dreamer uh, bent Kelly Kelly over his knee and spanked her like live on television? No. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. It was real. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's real. So I'm not making this up. I don't believe you. It's back in the uh, the women are objects phase of wrestling. <laughs> I mean, Dreamer Spanks. I got this. He's pulling it up. Oh my he god! He gave her a fucking extreme session. <laughs> fucking Tommy Dreamer, bro. He's out there. What are he's up to nowadays? I he's think he's with AEW. He might be. Who isn't with AEW nowadays? <laughs> Love me some AEW. That shit's great. Got CM Punk there. It's my guy. Are you watching it? I love ECW. Wait a minute. Whoa. What the hell? Oh, oh my god. god, wait a minute. What the hell is Freeman? Oh. Ah, Alright. Oh, it's real. I told you it happened. 
Wow. <laughs> God damn it. I feel bad for Kelly Kelly. She had degree to do that bullshit. Oh my God. Actually tragic. And he's not even hitting her butt either. He's like hitting her fucking Wow. He's probably uncomfortable with it too. He's like, what the fuck? Because Vince probably like said that while he was on crack or something, like, yo, Tommy. It's Tommy. There's that man. It's back Kelly Kelly on live TV. <laughs> back in the day when Paulie uh Paul Hayman had fucking had that ponytail. He was all fucking bald as shit. I liked his hat, like that he had. Like he had the cat, the the hat with the cap with his uh, ponytail in it. The, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably one of the greatest promoters of all time. Dude, I, I love Paul Heyman. He's funny. One of the best mouthpieces in wrestling history. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the rating. Defending undisputed world heavyweight champion of the world, Brock Lesnar. Thing is, Heyman's awesome and he's cool with Lesnar, but Brock actually underrated on the mic. Like, I wish he'd talk more. <laughs> he's oh, actually a good talker. So, fucking, do we just totally change into a wrestling podcast now for an episode? But, um, he, he uh, Paul Heyman just turned his back on him and went back with Roman Reigns. Dude, remember that time that Roman Reigns said, like, suffer and succotash unironically in, like, Seth Rollins? No. You missed this, too? Oh. Dude, it I will say years. this, dude. If you did not watch the fucking Royal Rumble this past weekend, the coolest fucking match at the beginning to a match was uh, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Fucking Seth Rollins comes out to the Shields fucking theme oh, song. Damn, I love that it's, song. It, dude, he comes out and fucking Roman Reigns is like, what the fuck, dude? And everybody was losing their ever-living shit because it, it, was the, it was literally the coolest fucking thing. And then, like, I guess Seth Rollins is fucking going for the... Uh, the Joker type deal right now because all he does is fucking like he's like deal. psychotic and he's fucking laughing in Roman's face all the time. So uh that's actually like, a really good dig also because after the shield broke up, Roman kept using it as, as his singles thing, like right. for a while before he got his new intro. And and then he, he's like getting his ass beat and he's like laughing at Roman. He puts his fist on, he's like, one more time for good measures, brother. My God, it was, dude. If you haven't seen it, you gotta you watch. Should have said suffering succotash just to get in his head. You you should just fucking see that just for. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> Game four. We're almost done, people. This is a baseball podcast. Excuse me. Oh, fuck you. Game four. <laughs> the Red Sox went four to one. Oh, was this? No, that was not game four. The game four was three zero. Uh, Red Sox score one in the first, two in the third, and that's that's it. And uh, the Red Sox, it was Derek Lowe gets the win. Alan Embry and Branson Arroyo got the holds. Keith Wolk got the save. We all know what happened after that. The Red Sox broke the curse. Uh, it was back to Falk. And Red Sox fans have long to hear it. Uh, even, just seeing, even just seeing that, dude. I got, I got bumps. I got goosebumps. 
it's nice that Joe Buck made up for his actually terrible call at the end of uh, the Red Sox winning the ALCS, where he's just like, they did it. <laughs> well, what are you supposed to say? I mean, like, they fucking literally just blew the minds of everybody. Well, like, fucking, who comes back from an It's so, it's such an easy call. Fucking, the Boston Red Sox have done it. Well, they pulled off the most miraculous and probable comeback in the history of baseball. But you also know that Buck was a fucking, he grew up a Cardinals fan, so he already knew. Like, as soon as that it's happened, not, he was like, fuck. <laughs> it's so easy. They make an iconic call out of that. And, like, the, the he fumbled the bag that hard is actually kind of, uh, it, it, it's actually insane. Like, laughable. You, it's like you got the winning lottery ticket for $20 billion, but then you somehow, like, you held it over a candle for a second longer than you had to, and it just burned up. Alright, so we talked about the World Series. I got something else that I wanted to talk about. Did you hear MLB the show fucking put as the cover for uh for their player? Their player. Yeah, Tony, as it should be. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> it was literally a layup. It was literally put on a fucking T for them to make it S-O, S-H-O, no fucking W. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They, that's a that's a massive bag fumble. The show, like with no W. They, yeah. That's really what they should have done. I mean, you yeah, they're probably going to do that in like the marketing material and shit. They probably just didn't want to do that for like the actual title because you know, then it'd be like brand integrity and all that. Who gives a fuck? Baseball has integrity. Fuck off. Baseball has no integrity. As I pointed out many times before, and will be the show. They have brand integrity. Uh. All right, so we had a last week we started a segment called Dumbest Tweets of the Week. Um, and we have decided to dig up a, a couple tweets, and um, I'm gonna let Hogdale here take over because this was supposed to be a Brady segment, but uh, Brady decided that he wanted to be um, an adult and work. So Brady decided that he was a responsible adult who exists within society and lives within its parameters. And I I hold no respect for him for that. And how dare you, Brady? (laughs) So I'm you, you got another one, right? Like I'm, I'm doing the, no. can uh, you read yours first actually? Cause I need to pull mine back up. So we're going to read what the response is to first. Um, So this person posted up, they were like, did you get A's in English? Now, we're not going to mention these people's names because we don't want people, like, attacking or anything like that. Um, But we just figured that we want to share, like, the dumb tweets. So this person posted off. They were like, did you get A's in English? And this one person responded, I did, but only after I wrote Hamlet. Actually, that's incorrect. It said, I did, but only after wrote Hamlet. My teacher said, Methinks thou shines brighter than the light of all stars in thy universe. I don't, it wasn't like, even me. like, okay, is this something where like this person thought they were trying to be like they were funny? Like, do, do they think they were funny by doing this? Not funny, didn't laugh. <laughs> oh my god, a fucking loser. Dude's a maniac. Absolute legend. Not going to lie. I have trouble having my tweet here. It's a bad deal. (laughs) There's nothing funny. Uh, 
Let me just go with that one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And then the other the other tweet is uh clowning on the baseball hall of fame again. Let's go. Cause they're fucking cunts and I hate all of them. <laughs> uh, that word. I have that word tattooed in my lip. Which one? Cunt? Yeah. No, actually. <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs> You thought I was fucking joking. What the hell? It's just such a random thing. I'll have to tell you the story about that. Oh, you'll have to. On another time. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I have such a fucking headache right now. Yeah. Shout out to migraines. Yeah, migraines can fucking suck a fuck, dude. (laughs) All right, man. Hogsia, thanks for coming on. Though Brady was a loser and didn't come on. so He's trying. Yeah, he's trying to be the adult. So, all right, dude, uh, you take it easy. Everybody else out there, you take it easy as well. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. We're two episodes away from our 100th episode. We have some uh, some special stuff going on for uh, the for the 100th episode. We've got a couple guests that came on. Uh, we did some pre-recording f- with. Um, pretty awesome we're also working on a few other things uh for future shows uh really really hoping that we get to share some information with you guys um yeah so thank you for listening to the pesky report make sure to follow us on social media on twitter instagram and facebook at pesky report no matter what platform you're listening to us on please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.